Okay, Matt, you're ready to record the intro? Yes, sir. Opening the file now. This is going to be... What the actual fuck is going on here? What? What could possibly be wrong? This! It's a damn limerick. Okay, what's wrong? Is it the weird rhymes thing again? No, it's it's just a limerick. Okay, they write one for every episode. Did you even listen last week? They wrote that whole rap thing for Tan, and everybody's falling over themselves saying how amazing she was. Yeah, so? Well, maybe I want to rap too. Where's my rap, Al? Matt, it was like an homage to Katie's rap, Cold Open. That's why Tan did it. Whose side are you on? I'm on the side that records the intro so we can start the show. See, I know what's up. He's not fooling anyone. What? Come on, he's sandbagging me, Grego. Who? Trace. Obviously doesn't think I can rap. So now you got an axe to grind with Tate and Webb, the nice folks who write our limericks for the low, low price of free? Oh, Oh, no, not Liz. Love Liz. Me and Liz, we cool. No, it's Webb I got beef with. I'm putting him on blast. He's trying to take me down. Matt, can we please just do the limerick? Oh, you want me to do a limerick, Al? Okay, Al. Al, okay. I got a limerick for you. Quiet on set. What's that, Trace? You think I can't rap? A Kiso shout out and I'm off your map? Hard to believe I'm up for debate. We need less Webb and a little more Tate. Now, how do you like them apples, chap? You good, bud? I nailed that. I'm going to start the show now. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out in the produce stand. A podcast paying tribute to everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letty Kenny podcasts out there, but this one is not a wet Pomeranian. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the very approachable Victor. And joining us tonight from Deltona, Florida, he's a trim carpenter, single father of beautiful Willow Rain. He loves to fish, play pool, practice guitar, become more of a cinephile. Please join me in making some noise for Zach. Wondrous. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. Welcome back to the produce stand, Zach. How are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Thank you so much for joining us. Right off the bat, I gotta say your daughter's name, Willow Rain. Beautiful, beautiful name. Uh, what is was she named after? Someone or something? Um. Yeah. Actually, uh, she was, and I I, I appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, she was named after uh, Willow from uh, Buffy the ba- uh, Vampire Slayer. Okay. All right. That's not <laughs> bad. It. Yeah. Uh, better than what Harley was named after. We'll get to that later. But um, <laughs> so good. So good. Well, uh, this is your, you're not your first time on the podcast. You've been on Egg Hall Socials before, but this is your first solo episode. So we'll ask you the standard questions. When did you, first of all, where are you? Well, you're, we've already established you're in Florida. So when did you discover Letterkenny? Um, it was, uh, hold on one second. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, uh, I, uh, discovered it about, uh, Two years ago, I mm-hmm. think season 10 had just dropped. Okay. Um, 
and I noticed it through um, Tumblr and uh, YouTube clips. Right. And um, most uh, notable being Wayne standing up really tall and stiff out of his chair Mm -hmm. when they're at the produce stand. And then, (laughs) um, (laughs) and then the, uh, what really got me into it was that first, uh, cold open with the, the tarps off. Right. You look, I, the the shit talk. Oh, I I love good shit talk and chirping. Mm -hmm. Well then letter Kenny's right down your alley then. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Very cool. And when did you discover this podcast? Um, I had finished, uh, the series, I think, uh, four, four or five times over at this point. And I was, I I couldn't wait for new stuff. So I went out of my way to, you know, find other content, uh, avenues. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I found you guys, um, and I, I just fell right in, especially because yeah, that first, um, that very first episode that you said, you don't have to listen to this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah skip it. You can skip this. <laughs> you can skip this one. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to go from, from the very first. Wow. And so I did. And are you all caught up now? Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a Thank lot you. of listening. We appreciate it. That's overwhelming. Yeah. You, you guys have been in my ears every day for hours. That's crazy. Yeah. Terrifying, but so I appreciate terrifying. the hell out of it. We're the voices in your head. That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, let's get this uh, rig rolling. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is Matt, uh, or sorry, Tanya, Matt, Victor, Al, and our guest, Zach. We'll have the last word. Tanya, have you been? It, uh, I've been busy. Mm-hmm. I've been really busy. It's been a long week again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, um, I got to hang with Michelle. Oh my God. Did I do wrong? Mich- Katie. Oh, <laughs> Katie. Did I do it? <laughs> no, Michelle. My what? That's right. When was that? You that looked was- at me like who? Like, Michelle. <laughs> like, whoa. I saw that whoa. too. Like, with with my brother. You made me question like if <laughs> I had her name wrong. No, oh my, my God. My- you, you just like made me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. We had Michelle Milet on. Oh my God! Uh, when was that? Monday or Tuesday? Such yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is just so beautiful, mm-hmm. so wonderful. I just, I, I, I was, I was stunned by her. Mm-hmm. She is just so lovely to chat with, um, and I love her, the little, um, the little egg that she gave us about mm-hmm. Kiso on the bus, and you'll have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. I won't say that was, that was. The, I'm so glad I brought that. That was like that was a lovely, lovely. Bit. Yeah, I, that was a great, great interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you again, Michelle, because that was wonderful. Yep. Um, this week we've also started a new uh, show, which is. Is, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, the, the kids, kids are the worst or something like kids that. Kids are the worst. It's the, the other new metric media uh, sitcom. Kids uh, ruin everything. That's, that's it. Kids it. ruin everything. Yeah. Oh, man. I it's, feel like I, a, I, I, we watched two episodes when it first aired and yeah. we said, you know what? We lived this already right. and I can't do it again. <laughs> exactly the same. It's very stressful to watch. Um, <laughs> once I got past the first couple episodes, I, I, I settled in and, and, the, and I'm enjoying it. But yeah. And uh, if you like your Letter Kenny content, Gail's in there. Um, uh, who else is in there? Uh, well, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm watching the episode and yeah, the, the children are out of control, Mm -hmm. uh, especially that little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
but in, in I would have given her up for adoption. But, a, <laughs> but, in, a, <laughs> but in a way, it's just making me feel like a better parent somehow that, you know, I have other people have gone through this to mm-hmm. the point where they have a show on it. And it's Bar's like pretty low. Oh, though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, we've been enjoying the show. And then tonight we did something new. And, mm-hmm. and this year is all about trying st- uh, new things and um um, oh, tonight, kinky. Right. Al, that means no, no, yeah, yes to everything else. Hey-o. Pickled some balls tonight, boys. <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh, we went over to our community center and they had a, a drop in for pickleball all ages and took the fam and enjoyed some activity, which was fun. It was like you're that old now, eh? That you're playing pickleball. <laughs> Congratulations, so that's playing, guys. So that's playing like ping pong, but on the wrong table. It's a it's a <laughs> Ton of courts. It's like using the big remote when you play when you watch TV. <laughs> yeah, n- never have I ever played the game before, so there was a lot of lessons to learn. Um, thankfully, our son had taken a course or something in high school. I think he learned it in the high school gym in or gym. something. Yeah, and so he was our he teacher. Took a course. He took a course. He took a course, <laughs> course called gym. That was that was the course that he took. Gym course. Gym course. And um, yeah, we had a lot of fun tonight. Um, there was a lot of people that were trying to teach us and uh, balls were flying everywhere, but uh, we had a good time and we'll try it again next week. That, maybe That's because you're not wearing the right underwear. No, we had-, you had a good time. Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> she was very distracted. Anyway, uh, Matt, how's your week been? <laughs> I bet Matt's balls aren't flying over because he's wearing the right underwear. Well, you're assuming I'm wearing underwear at all. Whoa. Whoa. Here we go, boys. It's the end of the day. Sacks, the sacks come off. Oh. <laughs> Is that a happy hour thing? <laughs> no, my week's been uh my, my week's been all right. It's um it's a new year. My my little guy has been less of a hellraiser this week. So he's back to school so kindergarten and stuff but we are four days in a row where drop off at kindergarten went completely fine mm. he's got this little button if i talked about the book that he now has that his teacher fills it every day to tell us how he did that day mm. we're used to getting frowny faces we've been getting smiley faces mm. all week so that's Perfect. a good he's been i don't know it's like a new year maybe this was his new year's resolution i don't know but he's not he's <laughs> less an asshole this week right uh we took him to swimming lessons and he actually went with the instructor and got in the pool without having a full meltdown so i'm liking this version of him right now and i, I hope it continues so that's been a positive um on a weird negative um Jen and I are are trying to help a situation. We so the other day I took Moose for a walk and and found another dog wandering in the neighborhood. And I didn't recognize the dog at first, but it turned out I did know them. Mm. Um, and long story short, this dog has gotten loose a few times. Um, the owner is complete piece of shit. Mm. Um, very neglectful on this animal. And you could see it. And this is part of the reason I didn't recognize the dog because it lost so much weight. Oh, wow. um, so when we, we I ran to another friend who knew exactly who it was, he's like, oh, that's Micah, that fucking piece of shit again. Mm-hmm. Let the damn dog out. Let's go. And I had Moose, so I couldn't go with him. But Jen and, and our buddy went and returned the dog. And this guy basically told them, basically, said, get the fuck off my property, took the dog. And they're like, you don't deserve it. He's like, well, then take the damn dog. Like he basically is at the point where he doesn't even care. Um, wow. so 
we're working with uh, some of the Humane Society and stuff in the area to arrange some kind of intervention, have the dog removed. The challenge is he's a pit bull or she's a pit bull. Mm. And she is an absolute sweetheart of a dog, but I don't know what the rules are for anyone listening, but in Ontario, there are, um, you can't, basically you can't have pit bulls. There's a lot of rules against them. If you do have them, there's very strict uh, legislation against them. They've got a bad rap. So before we give any official information to authorities, we want to ensure that this dog is going to be taken care of, rehabilitated if necessary, and, mm. and then rehomed and not euthanized. So uh, we have found one organization who, right on their website, it says we have a strict no-kill policy. So we're we're in the process of getting contact with them so that they can intervene and and hopefully get this dog out of that situation as soon as possible. And hopefully, because she is an absolute sweetheart. Even Jen's like, if if we didn't have the kids and had a bigger place, she's like, I would have taken her in on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, so it's a sad situation, yeah. but we're in the process of trying to help um, basically rescue this dog from this situation because this guy basically said, take her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have an update on that next week. Hopefully we have an outcome. Um, but yeah, don't be a dog owner if you can't, Yeah, you know, step up to the plate simple yeah especially a pit bull owner because yeah they take they they require a little extra care and attention and uh yeah yeah Yeah. wow so anyways that's been my week and now i'm here um and this is great i'm excited to have some fun Mm -hmm. doesn't rosie take care of pit bulls Uh, she rescues them in vancouver yeah yeah should send them send call rosie up (laughs) i'm like rosie who's rosie yeah yeah i get you (laughs) a little far from vancouver uh yeah i mean uh who's next on the lineup here oh victor it's you (laughs) Yeah, so you got to get her from the inner space into outer space, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know yeah, the reality into uh, the non the reality of the of the Levitan universe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all right. Well, let's follow that up with something uh, I guess um, less sad. I, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, so uh, yeah, so there picture. So there you go, Matt. So picture behind me right now that our listeners can't see is Michelle Milet. Mm-hmm. Um so that's that's a happy ending, right? Yeah. So that's a cat that was up for adoption in uh uh where was it? K- K- Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. And and uh you know this cat was named after Michelle and uh because of that special connection it was adopted and cared for. So mm-hmm. so maybe the same thing happens with your uh neighborhood friend. What's that dog's name by the way, do you know? Uh Micah. 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 There you Micah. go. You said that, yeah. Not to be confused with Laika, because that wouldn't. We don't want the same ending, uh, for as we had for Laika. Well, oh, I don't know. I'm almost afraid to ask Victor. What I, do you I mean? Feel like you shouldn't. No, that's the dog that went uh, the Russians. Oh, the space. right into gotcha, Laika. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name. Anyway, uh, how's your week been, Victor? <laughs> before before they send Gregarin up there, they sent Laika. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, week's been good. Um, mm-hmm. We had that very fun interview with Michelle, yeah. which was fantastic. You know, she speaks in such a soulful way about mm-hmm. people. Uh, I I I, I would have next if we chat with her again. I'd like her to describe pandas because <laughs> she describes people in such a fun way. Oh, they're so silly and tumbly mm-hmm. and whatever. I'd love her to talk about pandas. So that's that's going to be our not, our, not our, hippos. <laughs> hip, well, because I mean hippos are so majestic and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, you know uh, uh, dignified. Mm-hmm. Uh, but pandas are silly animals. Dignified. So so I think uh, I don't you know, think I've ever uh, heard of a hippo that's a dignified, <laughs> dignified hippo. <laughs> dignified anyway. hippo. Anyway. 
<laughs> so so anyway, before uh-huh. you guys have a chance to interject. Um, so let's see. It's been a, it's been I know I'm a little late to the party, but we're finally watching Fargo season five. Uh, and we're about four episodes uh, in, and it's it's fantastic, as mm-hmm. most of the Fargo seasons have been. I think four is questionable, uh, but but um, yeah, five brings us back to what that show is about, and it's fantastic. Um, Wait, and- wasn't, wasn't four the one Mark Ford was in? <laughs> No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. Mark, the only Fargo Mark, I, think, I know is the movie. the movie. Yeah, no, there's a TV show as well. Yeah. No, is that, that? Yeah. yeah. Is it based one, on the movie? Yes. No. Is it then? Well, yes and no. I mean, they each season is a is a brand new story. It's in the and same And none world. of the stories are yeah. related. Mm-hmm. Um, and though the writers would like you to think that subconsciously they're related, but they're not. They're so, set in different. They're set in different times. Uh, different characters. Uh, and and whatnot. Bodies aren't Seasons going one, through wood chippers. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that only happens in the movie. And so seasons one, two, and three are fantastic. Season four is just different. It's not bad. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then season five brings us back to what's great about about the show. Uh, I re- fully recommend it. If you guys watch season one, you're going to fall in love with it. Yeah, um, it's on my list uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, def- definitely do it. Uh, and then because of last week, I don't know why or how we we, we said something about Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. And so I started rewatching that series. The original and, oh, Lois and so Clark? Much. What's that? The, the the original one with Dean Cain and... Yeah, uh, Dean Cain uh, and... Uh, what's her name? Carr? Something Carr, is it? Or I don't yeah, that one. What's what's her name? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Hatcher, Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Not, yeah, yeah. I had a big crush on Terry Hatcher one day. <laughs> I mean, who at didn't? one time? Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's a. I'm loving loving mm-hmm. it. It's so so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's standing up. It's not you know it you know some shows you can't watch them again, but this mm-hmm. one you absolutely can. Have I you watched Super, Superman and Lois? Yes, I have. What did you think of that? It's okay. <laughs> it's too, I don't know, something. Too. Did you watch Small Smallville? I uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, beginning yeah. Beginning, beginning to end, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was good. I, I enjoyed that, that show. Good. Yeah, it was really the problem with I think uh, the new one. The I, mm-hmm. there's some I don't Lois is not. I just don't uh, the 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 actress that plays Lois. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and and it's too. Sometimes it's too preachy, and mm-hmm. I think there's some 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 politicism in it like just let us just make good shows without any of the hidden agendas you know you know what i mean like sometimes the, leave that stuff leave that stuff out of the comic books let's just you know <laughs> let's just enjoy the, the the let us go into this other universe where right. we don't have to think about the problems we have here in real life and and you know what i mean so okay i'll put you down as undecided then for for superman and lois <laughs> yeah no no like i'm I'll, i'm watching it I, yeah. i'm all up to date on yeah, it yeah. and i'll continue to watch it because superman is my I, I, I hear you it, yeah and it's, it's t- just more about the yeah. sons than about the yeah it's it's yeah, yeah it is what it is um great uh let's see my week uh this weekend we had our second christmas that was with tanya's family oh yeah i forgot uh, about the that. christmas <laughs> that we we missed because everyone was sick uh so we had her parents and sister and brother-in-law over and uh that was fun um, we had Michelle obviously uh, again on, on, um, on Monday or Tuesday. I'm, I'm, this week's been blur. Tuesday. I can't Tuesday. Keep, sure on, Tuesday. keep on mixing it. Yeah. And <clears throat> next Monday was supposed to be Olivia Stadler, but, uh, she has pushed us out a week. So it's actually the following Monday. So, uh, govern yourselves accordingly, accordingly, but that'll be a fun one too, uh, with, with Olivia Sadler. She plays Olive in that first episode of season 12, but she's also a writer, 
who's written on um, uh, the International Women's Day. And a, her, she and Allie Pierce also did a lot of writing, like punch-up writing for uh, Mary Ann and Betty Ann's scenes and mm. stuff like that. So, um, International Women's Day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's fun. And, and, of course, they wrote that first episode of season 12 along with Jared. Uh, so looking forward to having Olivia on. Uh, yeah, and I didn't really have much else. I mean, this week's been kind of uneventful for me. I've uh, just been working a lot. So we'll move on to Zach. How have you been, bud? Well, as usual, good and you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Um, let's see. My my week, um, it hasn't been too, too terrible. Um, there was a bunch of uh, letdowns with uh, my work schedule, um, in terms of being things were scheduled to be installed and mm-hmm. whatnot, but it wasn't ready yeah. or like signed off on yet. So it was just, you know, I, I think two, two of the days so far have just been a complete waste of time driving mm-hmm. back and forth. But, uh, other than that, um, We've been integrating all the furniture into walls. That's been fun. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> China cabinet and everything. Uh, we got a pool table that's also a ping pong table mm. as well as a dinner table. Okay. I love that. Yeah. yeah. We used to have something kind of like that. We had a bumper pool oh, table that, that converted into- That was our first into, purchase. <laughs> converted into a, it was oh. an octagon and had a, it was our dinner table, bumper uh-huh. pool, and it had uh-huh. a poker table. It was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it had a poker table. Yeah. I got it you. Yeah, so. it's, being, it's being used right now. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so that's been good. In your intro, uh, you'd mentioned this, and I'm surprised Victor hasn't uh, hasn't followed up. But you play you play guitar. I haven't had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of like yes, what sir. kind of music do you like playing? Uh, metal mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you? Uh, I'm gonna new, new metal or like metal like old metal. <laughs> Both, Victor. Because you know. Uh, like the new metal guys think the old metal is really just rock and roll. <laughs> no, yeah, I I agree. That's not that's why I say both. Mm-hmm. All right, you do have you do have to separate them. There you go. Do Very you play cool. in a band, or or is it just kind of you know in your spare time right now? Just me. Mm-hmm. It's what it's. I've been doing it for a hobby since I was um, 13, 13 oh, nice. or fourteen years old. Wow, that's cool. So. Uh, I mean, given the episode we're doing today, are you a country music fan? <laughs> you look like a country music fan. Yeah, so you I think it's a fair question. <laughs> the, Surprised we're not all wearing cowboy hats the, the right colored now. Colored hair, all the tattoos, the the lip piercing and stuff. Yeah, you look like you could be a country music fan. I think so. Fuck no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I if- hate country. That's why, actually. <laughs> That's why I wanted this episode so I could help kind of like shit on it a little bit. I, I see. I think we need to make something clear here. Mm-hmm. There's we need to separate, you know, country music, the stuff that the the crap or I shouldn't call it crap for those that enjoy it. <laughs> you know, the stuff that you hear on like country radio on radio on the old radio stations, you know, like the Garth Brooks and Shania Twain and, you know, all that kind of basically all the name drops droppings that uh, we we had in the, in the episode mm-hmm. 
from from things like Chad Atkins, right? Like like the the musicians, the 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 stuff that just makes you the chicken picking stuff. Like you can't listen to that and say I hate that. I mean, that's like you know, that's that's like looking at little kittens and uh, you know, <laughs> or puppies and saying I hate that. Like it, it, the the two things you need to separate the two things: the musicianship from the 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 the, the derivative derivative kind of crap that we get on the radios. What do you say to that, Zach? I say, Victor, um, <laughs> you're silly. Um, <laughs> but, Good answer. Okay, Van Halen. Van Halen, all right? That's not country. Not country. You, you can't hate not Van country. Halen, right? And okay. he had some of the best chicken picking, uh, you know, finish what you started as an example. Yeah, listen to the music, listen to the guitar part of finish what you started. That's country. Like you know what I mean? Like you you have you have to appreciate the musicality of it, but you Victor, don't have to. Enjoy I'll give the you this: I, I I I can't listen to country music recorded on the radio or anything like that or on Spotify. I just can't. I hate it. Whenever I go to my my sister in law's place, that's all they play. I I just I'm sitting. I've got my earbud in and listening to podcasts. But I have seen it live played by great musicians and it is different. You're right. Watching it yeah. live played like a steel guitar player who knows his craft. That's, that's, I, I enjoy watching that. But if you give me, if you ask me to listen to music on like to, to relax to, or to do anything to the only thing I could do to country music is kill myself. <laughs> All right. Well, again, again, like wholeheartedly. <laughs> I, I know this is Zach's segment, but yeah. I'll name like again, wholehearted. Mm-hmm. Go listen to wholehearted, right? It's a rock and roll song, but it's yeah. a country rock and roll no, song by the country. band Extreme that it, you may yeah, have not heard. Yeah, yeah. And this before. coming from the person who loves Blue Rodeo, but that's not country. Uh, the Blue rodeo is in the name. Country. It's not country. It is Blue country. Rodeo is one. It's not. It's roots country. rock. It's Thank different. you. It's, it's, not, it's country it's rock. Not. It's it's like I'd call it southern rock, but it's northern. Yeah, rock. Yeah, southern rock is 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 what it is. That's different. Southern I can take rock. It's, southern it's rock. northern rock. <laughs> it's, right, Zach, just Zach, because go. they're in Canada doesn't mean it's not, what they're playing is not southern rock. Hold on, our man's trying to get some words in here. Zach, go. <laughs> go ahead, Zach. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> <When I'm, laughs> he hates Blue Rodeo when as well. I, He's a, he's never heard of a blue road. He was in Florida. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hear country music, um, it affects my mood, and therefore, <laughs> <laughs> well, based well off of that, now that it's affected my mood, it's affecting me. So therefore, I am double upset. <laughs> when I shouldn't be. So, all right. No. Okay. But you know, the letter Kenny opening is a country song. Yes. Yes. We know. Anyway, we're going to move on, but uh, thank you. And uh, I can't wait until we get into this episode. Oh, okay. Gonna get good. Let's, let's move on to the this Twitter roll call. <laughs> Speaking so of support. Yeah. They're going to get good. Welcome, get it, get it, get it, boys. New followers. Mary M. Campos from California. Ryan from Portland, Oregon. Uh, Beth Grixke. Uh, Rick Carter from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, Jack Attack from San Diego. Amir from Toronto. Johnny Ooft, uh, Jennifer Turner, Dean Giles from Portland, Oregon. Giles, actually. Dallin Fruke, C. Uh, Pally Dinosaur from Las Vegas. Anthony Gaiman, uh, Bruce H36. Daniel Seymour from East Midlands, England. Uh, Chris Clark, Leah from Shreveport, Louisiana. Bungie Gum Reaper, Sexaholic. 
or uh, Kevin Enders from Maryland, uh, Ellis T. Elise T. Carpenter, Warehouse from Clemson, South Carolina, Molly Schultz from uh, uh, Minnesota, Andre, Paul Manhattan, Helen Glazier Megal from Henderson, Nevada, Sheila Hammer from, from uh, Spring, Texas, uh, Bash Smart, E. Meyer, Malcude Malcude from Zaragoza, Spain, uh, Benjamin King from Newfoundland and Labrador, Scott Rudder, uh, Dolphin Realty, Stuart Stoneshaker, DJ Deuce from St. Cloud, Minnesota, uh, Brian Robinson from Boston, Winter, Winter Has Come 2024 from South Carolina, A.K. Tone Loke from Illinois, Ronnie from New York, Maya Rose Romano, Boney from New York, Isla Darushka, uh, Brody, Owen Krebs from Clarion, Pennsylvania, Joshua Aldred from Chicago, Lee Paglieri, uh, Le- Jason Lee from Illinois, Christopher Jones, Lily Rose, uh, Hagel Gans, Dylan Scott from uh, Nashville, who looks like he might have been a country music uh, musician, and Rachel Whitecheck. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously. On Letterkenny. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode one of Letterkenny season 12, live at Modine's. That episode got a fresh from all of us, except Victor and Tanya, who gave it a clearance. According to our scientific Twitter poll, only 69.9% gave it a fresh. Um, 26.7% gave gave it a clearance. And 3.7% gave it a compost. This week, we recap and review episode two of season 12, Sun Darts. Have you done your homework, Tanya? One and a half times. Yeah, you watched it upstairs just before you came down. That's why you're late. Um, Matt, have you done your homework? Uh, I, I I got it in, yeah. Victor, have you done your homework? What it is. I've done my homework. And Zach, have you done your homework? I see it. Multiple times. Yeah, right there in front of you. Uh, Matt, we'll do that later on in the in the news section. All right, so let's open with the cold open. Squirrely Dan, Katie, and Wayne looking at the camera. Wayne says, your pal was... Telling a fight story that was obviously fake the other day. Uh, Katie asks Wayne how she knows it was fake. Squirrely Dan responds with way too much talkings. <laughs> then we cut to Squirrely Dan, Wayne and McMurray sitting in front of the woodshed having a smoke. McMurray's eager to tell them his story, but neither seem too eager to hear it. McMurray waits patiently as the other two hicks slowly light their cigarettes. And then they finally give McMurray the green light. McMurray kicks into his story of being down in Chilean Patagonia in uh, Rio Serrano's finest piscina uh, and meeting the hottest Chilean Patagonian he's ever seen. Uh, she started Frenching him out of nowhere uh, and his unlikely story continues. But then I feel a tap on my shoulder. I turn around and it's this great big fella. He grabs him by the collar. Had to be a foot taller than me. Couldn't believe how tall he was. What was he, about 250 pounds? He's 300 pounds around a panda. Big boy. It's pandemonium. So I look dead in the eyes, and I says to him, I says, excuse me, big peppy. I'm busy this here, senorita. Uh-oh. And he looks down at me. <laughs> oh, he wasn't already looking at you. And he says to me, he says, you're either crazy or you're tough as hell. What did you say? So I says, look me in my eyes, El Capitan. I might be a bit of a unfazed squirrely dan comments that it seems like mcmurray has a lot of conversations like this with really big guys before he gets into a fight mcmurray said it it didn't end there wayne wishes it had uh, mcmurray asks if squirrely dan doubts his story squirrely dan asks him which one mcmurray's offended and then wayne chimes in oh keep your tits on mcmurray everybody knows this sort of shit happens down there all the time eh squirrely d Fuck, now that I think of it, almost the exact same thing happened to me last time I was down in Puerto Vallarta, Zona Romantica, eh, Squirrely D? <laughs> Who's Zona Romantica? Oh, yeah. 
Puerto Vallarta's Zonus Romanticus. Oh, that might. <laughs> See, I'm just standing there drinking a beer, minding my own business. Next thing I know, this great big prick walks up, kicks me right in the stomach. Oh, he was 350 pounds, or I'm a banjo catfish. What'd you do? Well, I caught his foot in the air, looked him dead in the eye, and I says, hey, muchacho, no bueno. <laughs> I believe you got that line from you. <laughs> anyway, now they have McMurray pro- properly hooked. Squirrely Dan tells his story of the time he was down in Governador's uh, Valderes, and he was accosted by a literal giant, 400 pounds or Wayne's a wet Pomeranian. And uh, now that he thinks of it, it, the almost exact thing happened to Wayne last time. He was down in San Salvador, uh, Salvador de Huhui, <laughs> except this time it was brothers, seven feet uh, tall and uh, and wide, uh, says Squirrely Dan. Wayne and Squirrely Dan get on a roll, and McMurray's biting on all the stories, and then... Nuevos Casas Grandes. Vittorios de Conquistas. Rosario de Norte. Boldas Redondas. Oh, he was 500 pounds, or I'm a Humboldt penguin. 600 pounds, or I'm a freshwater eels. One metric ton, or I'm a common house spider. Golly. I says, hey, amigos. Compadre. Paisanos. Chubs. Kick rocks. Mind your P's and Q's. Smoke them if you got some. What the fuck do I want with a caravan's got no fucking veils? Wow. Is that right? <laughs> no, McMurray, for fuck's sake. It's fucking fakes, McMurray's. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? Way too much talking. And <laughs> cue the intro. All right, that's the cold open. Tanya, you just recently saw it, like, literally, like, ten minutes ago. I did. <laughs> I did. What did you think of this cold open? Oh, McMurray. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, it's just bloody hilarious mm-hmm. he the tall tales that he tells and i love that he was called out on it in such a playful way wayne and and squirrely dan you know telling their stories and that's where you got the paul Moranian from didn't mm-hmm. know where that was coming <laughs> in but thank you for that for for saying it twice um yeah it i, I love it it's it's great i have a, a storyteller in my family and i recently called them out on their BS. And um, so this hit home for me. This is your father you're talking about. No, this was my mom, actually. Oh, yeah. They're both kind of storytellers, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Matt? Yeah, it's almost fun. Um, The the, the scenes start to finish. I like sort of the the suspense at the beginning when he's ready to tell a story and they just like long, drawn out pause while they light their smokes and like, all right, let's Mm. go. Um, That killed me. Um, the exaggerations as they get deeper into their stories, how much bigger the people kept getting yeah. um, actually killed me. Um, and then I love at the end how McMurray thought it was all real and they had to put him like, it's all fucking fake. But um, the real hero of this whole open mm-hmm. um, and there's a trend in this episode I caught and I, I need to watch it again because I bet you there's more um, was the snatch reference. <laughs> so with the part where he says, uh, what I want a caravan has got no fucking veals. Mm-hmm. That's a direct line from the, one of my favorite movies, Snatch. Oh, uh, Brad Pitt's. Oh, no Biker. wonder I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it, it's such a <laughs> random reference in there. Um, but when he said that, I I dropped, I dropped, I died. I'm like, I love they threw that. I don't know what the relevance to it was. Right. I think they're just having some fun. Um, I've repeated that line for years. Yeah, a plus on that. That's the MVP of that open right there. Wow, there you go, uh, Victor. 
Well, I clearly I didn't get the the MVP of that for sure. Because uh, go back and watch. If you haven't seen the movie Snatch, I seen Snatch, but it. I had to watch it twice because I didn't understand it the first time. Did you well, understand the it the part, second sorry. time, or did you? Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I know, but the best part it's, is, it's, yeah. I, oh no, I, it's one of the few movies in my lifetime I've actually seen twice in the theaters because I it was that good. I went back and watched it again, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I had the extended version on DVD at the time. Um, and it, if you put on the subtitles, there's a lot of scenes when Brad Pitt's speaking where it just literally comes up as question marks because he's not actually saying anything. Um, yeah, yeah, it's half, complete nonsense. That's well, yeah, why I watched it the second was. time. Yeah, I watched second time and I still don't understand what you're saying, dude. No, it's he said, what am I going to do with a caravan that's got no fucking wheels? OK, that was that's what he said. But he said it yeah. in the Gypsy Piker yeah. uh Stocks. Anyways, okay. Uh, well, it's cool. It's it's a nice little Easter egg, I guess, mm-hmm. for those that got it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I I thought it was good. Um. It was cute, a little bit corny. Uh. At times, I I the thing I enjoyed about it the most is you know the references, or I'm not like a retired penguin mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A humble you know, penguin. The, yeah. Whatever you yeah. know, or, or I'm not a skinny panda, or mm-hmm. whatever the, the the things were. Um. Those were fun. Um. I don't think I would have called it. Uh, hilarious mm-hmm. it was amusing it was mm-hmm. amusing it tickled it tickled my funny bone mm-hmm. but it didn't uh fully erupt into laughter sure um but it was good it was a little too much talking but it was good yeah uh awesome with a great uh, but point. that was the whole thing great way yeah. too much talking yeah, yeah and they did they, they yeah. accomplished it and i agree with them yeah Great point yeah. in the live stream. Awesome says the uh, relevance is P- Brad Pitt yeah. is a Letter Kenny fan, uh, yeah. so the shout out to Brad Pitt or to Snatch anyway is probably. I'm mad I didn't put that together. because yeah. no? I knew oh. that, yeah. um, but that's a great, great shout out. Um, yeah, that's I'm. You're I'm, not awesome. I'm a little bit with Victor on this one. <laughs> I missed the Snatch reference, but um, and I also thought it was just okay. I mean, it was fun. It was it was amusing, and I I loved how the stories were obviously getting more and more ramped up and. And how McMurray's it's just the, it's the it's the big fish. Yeah. And how big was the fish? The yeah. fish got bigger and bigger. Good movie, by the way. Yeah, yes. Big very good movie. Big very good movie. Big Great. fish. Uh, Great so, movie. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the cold open. I mean, I would I would if if I were just giving this a rating, I would give it a clearance. It wasn't spectacular for me, but it was it was good. Zach. I honestly I thought this thing was, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Victor, I don't know what's, what's wrong with you. Like, <laughs> Zach is on tonight just to show how disappointed I love he how he picks Victor. on me. Like you literally said the same thing, but he's picking on me. I love that. <laughs> you say this, this most silly thing, most silly things. I don't know. But no, I honestly, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, at Mick Murray's expense and how he is always oblivious to this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So they can do a whole runner in front of him and he doesn't understand it until they actually say something. Mm-hmm. But holy fuck. Like when, when uh squirrely Dan uh, gets uh, called out by Mick Murray for the um oh you think i'm making this up right yeah he's which times <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then wayne just like ah right, just, just hold on we all know this kind of thing happens and then he he says two lines and looks over to squirrely dan like all right you ready for it mm-hmm. and squirrely dan doesn't even say a word he just looks at him and blinks and they just fall into it yeah love it it was great yeah 
Um, also, I can't remember the last time they shot in front of the woodshed. I think that I feel like that's like one of the first few times we've seen that, and we've seen a couple of different locations throughout in this one, this new season, yeah, uh, on the farm, but but just kind of yeah, different kind of locations. So that was yeah, different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, coming out of the opening theme, Wayne and Katie are at the produce stand. Katie wonders where Derry is. She didn't see him all day, all the day before. Squid Ann arrives wearing a straw Mennonite hat instead of his usual farmer's cap. Uh, both Katie and Wayne poke fun. He's almost yeah, he always had the Mennonite beard, but now he's got the matching hat. Uh, Wayne <laughs> adds he just needs the bo. Squid Ann says he usually that usually sets in after lunch. The comments about the hat continue. Now here's Dan in this very smart chapeau while I'm still putting sunscreen on my ears like a sucker. I mean, this guy's trendy. He's hip. He's happening. Are you pretty sure to wear that hat? You gotta be able to run a four-minute mile. You know, Dan, I'd pay you for some fashion tips, but I know how you Mennonites like the honor system. You already smell like summer sausage. This was a gift from Lavina's dicks. Oh. Careful calling that a gift. Hope you kept the receipt. Call it a re-gift. But fucking they run. Squirly Dan admits that the more time he spends with Lavina's people, the more he sees merits in that lifestyle. Hard work, peacemaking, general service towards others. Yeah, and fucking pooping into a bucket in the yard. Dressing for winter all summer sounds like a great time, Dan. Hey, nothing like the prospect of shitting into a hole to make you want to shake things up a bit, eh? <laughs> Just then, a truck pulls up the laneway. It's Dickens. He gives Squirly Dan one final zinger about his hat before he gets to business. Pretty sure to wear that hat, you got to be able to throw a barn up on lunch break. <laughs> That's a great line. Katie asks Dickens what brings him by. You have always known me as a mono career man. The auctioneering profession has been kind to me over the years. The job is in my soul. But is it in my heart? The plot thickens for Jim Dickens. What's in your heart, big fella? Country music. Country's music. Country and western music, yes. Is that right? Now, my love for the boogie. What, the boot scooting? Yes, my love of the boot scooting <laughs> boogie is no secret in these parts. But what I have kept a closely guarded secret is my lifelong desire to give it a run like Brooks and Dunn. Get your fix like the chicks. I'm good and keen like Jason Aldean. First a chorus like Marin's Morris. No restraint like Shania Twain. Do it for the thrill like Vince Gill or Faith Hill. But see, I want to be better than good. Like Carrie Underwood. Then quit stalling, Morgan Wallen. Get trying, Luke Bryan. Seize the days like Ladies Ace. Y'all are so nice. Like Lee Bice. <laughs> I knew some of those. Uh, Dickens has a plan to jump to, uh, in head first. Brooks and Dunn are actually good. Yeah, okay. Uh, write a song and make a music video. Put it on YouTube and see what happens. Dickens says he knows how much the Hicks love country music. This gets a flat no from Wayne. Uh, this surprises Dickens, but they're farmers. They wear plaid. They shovel shit and grow vegetables. They they live in the country. They quite literally exist in the heart of the genre. The Hicks just sit there stone-faced, not even a bit. Not one drill bit. Not one bell pepper. Uh, Dickens is without words. But the Hicks finally relent a little bit. But what do I want? I guess I, I guess I do like it a wee bit. Well, that'll do. And dabble, do you? Everything in moderation. Small doses is all right. I need all the help I can get. And when a friend asks for help, you you help help them. Thank you, friends. Now come, let's join the others. (laughs) Others? (laughs) Cut to the egg hall in scene two. That's my favorite line. Let's join the others. (laughs) (laughs) And we find out who the others are. Stuart and Rold wearing berets, sunglasses, and scarves are standing on either side of a whiteboard. On it are drawings of a farm with animals and a cow with a guitar for some reason. All around the title, Country 101. Their audience are the Hicks, including McMurray and Dickens, but no dairy. Uh, Stuart takes his turn to make fun of Squirrely Dan's hat. 
And then next, he asks his Hick audience who is familiar with AI. McMurray, surprisingly, chimes in. He knows it stands for artificial intelligence. This impresses the skids. They were forced to use artificial intelligence, not because they don't have actual intelligence, according to Katie, but because their knowledge of country music is limited. Uh, Katie asks McMurray how he knew what AI was. McMurray says it's what porno sites use to know uh, what you might jerk off to (laughs) (laughs) through the use of AI. His honesty. I never get tired of it. (laughs) Through the use of it. I miss that. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. (laughs) I couldn't make it out. (laughs) Through the use of AI on the dark web, the skids were able to determine the two essential elements to constructing a hit country song. The first one is a unique hook, which must also be used in the title of the song. Thank God times the country's boys. Dig deeper. Five o'clock somewhere. Deeper. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Giddy up! And that particular title teaches us a valuable lesson in the process. Just because it's unique does not mean it can't be dumb. Dumb is almost preferable in a unique hook for a hit country song. Country and western. We're looking for contagious dialogue here, people. Quotables! She thinks my tractor's sexy. Dumber. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Dumber. I've got it. Beer for my horses. Bingo! Or an activity, something that you all do, something along the lines of, I don't know, uh, fishing in the dark. Darts? I was going to say that, too. That's mostly just smoking darts. But it needs to be more catchy, more crafty, more clever. It needs to be more poetic. How about uh, smoking darts in the rain? Hmm. No, you can't do that. Well, is any... Does that mean your, your dart would go out? Okay, so you're smoking darts when it's dry. Oh, after dry smoke. Dry darts. Uh, blue sky darts. Best darts are ones that swarms. Hot darts. Well, we're not trying to fuck darts, Murray. Well, I try anything once. Smoking in the summer. Smoking, <laughs> summer, smoking in the sun. Darts when it's sunny. It's... <sighs> sun darts. Our hit single shall be christened Sun Darts. Dickens thinks it's perfect. The others seem to agree. Katie raises her hand. She wants to know what the second essential element to construct a hit country song is. The skids laugh and flip over the whiteboard. The other side is filled with dozens of words commonly found in country songs. Stewart calls this as much hick shit as possible. The goal with number two is to trigger the emotions or tug the heartstrings of hicks. And you do that by packing in as much hick shit as humanly possible. And at the top of that list should and shall be your mama and your daddy. Hyper important to any hit country and western single. Your mama and your daddy. Well, what are you supposed to say about your mama and your daddy? Oh, the meaning is irrelevant. <laughs> of importance are the words mama and daddy. So just your mama and your daddy. Well, your mama and your daddy or my mama and my daddy. So it could be anybody's mama could be anybody's daddy. Well, it could be more than one mama and more than one daddy. You've got multiple mamas and daddies. You're really rocking. Stewart adds that everyone loves a good story, but the country music genre is impossibly forgiving when it comes to logic in the message. <laughs> You've already got your unique hook, sun darts. Now you need only to insulate it with as much hick shit as possible. Trucks? Truck parts, even. Dirt rodents? Mutton! Blue jeans! Your favorite jean jacket. Sunsets, steel toes, swimming holes! And there you have it. <laughs> the formula. What, what do we do, we do now? Rold and I will engross ourselves in manufacturing the song using AI, algorithm, and bots. Then we shall reconvene 
To shoot the video. Shoot the video. Here's something. My first time jerking off was to snot Twain's midriff in the video for <laughs> any man of mine. Let's go, girls. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Where am I? Derry. Okay. Scene, uh, next scene, scene three, Derry walks into Modine's notices an attractive woman at the bar talking to Bonnie Riley and Jonesy are sitting at a table. They tell Derry not to bother. She's a babe, a mega babe, a 10 ski, a 12 ski even, but she's unavailable. Derry asks them how they know. Uh, it's almost not worth repeating. Well, what is it? What she said to us when we took a run at her. You took a run at her. <laughs> Of course you did, bro. You miss a hundred of the shots you don't take. Hundred percent. What did she say? Well, we started with the standard. He's Riley, and he's Jonesy, and we're from Letterkenny. And then she said they look like a couple dads from Team Mom. <laughs> really? Then she said they look like if Doritos made humans. <laughs> Then she asked me if I'd ever been told that I looked like Charlie Hunnam, and I said no. And then she said, "I said you didn't let me finish. You look like Charlie Hunnam's funhouse mirror reflection." Almost not worth being. <laughs> you look like Charlie Hunnam if he was born in Chernobyl. Last time I'm trying to wheel you. I've seen better wheels on a Dodge Neon at the dump. Derry has a bit of a giggle at Raleigh and Jones. I should have. I should have looked this up. Who's Charlie Hun? Hunnam. He's the Hunnam. He's the sons of Sons of Anarchy. The star of Sons, sons of Anarchy. Oh, I never watched he's Sons Jack, of Anarchy. He's Jack's Teller, bro. Yeah, yeah. He never watched Sons. He was also no, in um, uh, that big robot movie. What, what the hell is that movie called? Anyway, Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific oh, Rim. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's movie. an actor. You would know. He kind of looks. I always thought he'd he'd be the perfect guy to play Kurt Cobain when he was younger. Now he's like Jack. Oh, yes. right. I'll have to look him up. Yeah, he's, right. he's a good actor. Uh, weird because he he he's British, but he's lived most of his life in California, so his British accent sounds weird. It's like a mix of of British and Californian, which is just a bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see it. There he is. See, Victor, can you see it? Mm. That's a picture. oh that guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. there you go. So, uh, Derry has a bit of a giggle at Riley and Jonesy's misfortune. Then the attractive woman sets her eyes on him. She asks Derry if he's the really funny guy her brother was telling her about from the bar the night the other night. Turns out she's Mickey's sister, Harley, played by Amalia Williamson, a Canadian actress known for Northern Rescue, The Kid Detective, and Level 16. Derry plays coy, but she knows who he is. Six feet tall, blue coveralls, <laughs> cute curly hair. Riley and Jonesy are confused, as usual. It's Daryl, right? He confirms she's Harley, named after Charlie Sheen's character in Hot Shots. <laughs> not, after, Harley. not after the motorcycle like movie reference number two. <laughs> Which I, I I mean I love that she's indignant that she wasn't named after the motorcycle, but she's named after <laughs> Charlie Sheen character from a, a spoo like a basically yeah. a lampoon movie. It's hilarious. Amazing movies. Come on. <laughs> Um, yes, Matt. Yeah. Uh, she Harley invites uh, Derry to a party and this makes Derry very happy cut to scene four at the farm the skids start producing the music video for Dickens future country hit sun darts with the help of the hicks through the use of polling no doubt a shout out to our scientific twitter polls the skids were able to determine the two essential elements in constructing a hit country music video number one is man stuff what's man stuff come here I'll show you well, basically, things that yous would do every single day of your lives, but things Roald and I may never do in the entirety of our existence. <laughs> fixing your truck. Shooting skate. Cooking meat. Fishing. Uh, arm wrestling. Just uh, chucking the old pigskin around. Just hawking a big loogie. Starting a fire. 
Maybe uh, putting a little sunscreen on each other's back. Swinging an axe. You just take a nice dip in the lake after. Chugging a beer. <laughs> Maybe a shirtless shoving match after. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to shoot you guys performing a plethora of man stuff. An abundance of man stuff. An overabundance of man stuff. Yes. Superabundance. But for now, just smoking darts. I just got to say the skids pantomiming in this episode is great. Like if, if you watch this episode again, just pay attention to them throughout. They're so, they're so on point uh, in this episode. Uh, McMurray asks what the second essential element is. Just then we hear Katie calling Stuart's name. The camera cuts to her Bonnie McMurray and Gail looking very sexy in cowboy hats and boots. Katie's wearing a leather bikini with leather chaps. Uh, so the second element is babes. Uh, scene five, cut to Derry and Harley headed to the party. Harley is from Donegal. Uh, she was told that if you ever get to Letterkenny, this is a spot to go. She asks Derry if he sees anyone he knows. The spot is overrun with DJs, including Jive and Pete. Um, Derry says he doesn't know anyone. Uh, just then, Mickey excitedly runs up to them, still quoting lines from Derry's stand-up back the night before. Jive and Pete and the rest of the DJ and All-Stars finally notice Derry and call him out. Harley's confused. She says she does, he, he said he didn't know anyone. Derry calls driving Pete an acquaintance. Uh, Pete's hurt by this. There was a time when Derry thought he was a good guy. Harley senses the D-Gens are on a bit of on are on edge a bit. He ain't one of us. One of who? Us. Us or use. Us and use. We're us. You're use. And we're use. We're use. Wait, what are use? Us. No, we're all Whoa. us. <laughs> Except Daryl. A heck. Well, I'm a heck. I'm a heck. No, Daryl has a different name for us. What is it you call us, Daryl? Go on. Tell your new pals what it is you hicks like to call us. D-Gens. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I always thought I was a hick, but I guess I could be a bit of a D-Gen. I'm a bit of a D-Gen, too. You know what? So's Daryl. He's a D-Gen. Well, not. Not what? You're still in your barn clothes. Hey, a hot-ass girl invites you out to a party. And your sister? And you didn't even think to change out of your muddy rubbers. <laughs> Shit. On those rubbers. Even more degen of them. But I don't mind. You know, your hair's dirty and teeth are yellow, you got food down the front of your shirt, and you even wipe your nose on your sleeve. The smell of darts on you is more overpowering than the manure stink. And then look around, good buddy. Like you don't stand out. <laughs> hey, you fit in. Well, I think it's about time you start looking at yourself in the mirror like you always thought you were a hick, but you're a degen. A whole lot of truth was heaped on Derry right there. <clears throat> Scene six, cut to Modines. Everyone who isn't a D-Gen is gathered for the world premiere of Sundart's song and the, and the video of the debut CD by Dickens, which is titled Tall Tales. Uh, Dickens gives a long speech about auctioneering being his job, but the amount of time he spent denying what is, true, is truly in his heart and soul frankly sickened. Jim Dickens. He thanks everyone who helped him throughout the week, realized his country and Western music, realizing his country Western music dream. The skids remind him to thank AI and bots too. And without further ado, Dickens presses play on the sun darts. Drifter, her mama just wasn't right. Her brother said forgive her, but her sister put up a fight. 
When the moon goes down and the lights come up, it's a lonely one. If you need me, I'll be smoking darts in the sun. <laughs> Talking about sun darts. Is that Makui singing? I don't know. I'm going to guess it is. It's supposed to be, whether it is or not. That's what I'm asking. The video consists of Hicks smoking darts surrounded by the babes, Katie, Bonnie, and Gail. Cuts of the babes washing a pickup truck while spraying each other with wa- with the hoses. Uh, then the Hicks tossing the football around. Then everyone enjoying the puppers while Katie walks away into the woods to start those Canadian forest fires, according to Tanya. Cuts of the D-Gens dancing and partying, including Derry, who's having a great time dancing with Harley with his new group of friends. Talking about and we fade to black. And that's the episode. And, and it's very quickly, Awesome's already cut me off. That's Jim Cuddy, apparently. Was that Jim? Okay, that makes sense. Another famous uh, country song, Fade to Black. Canadian singer. Canadian singer from Blue Rodeo, Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Cuddy. Okay. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Blue Rodeo. Jim Cuddy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for fact-checking, Awesome, and keeping us honest, as yes, always. Thank you. Um, no, spe- What's that? Hold speaking on. Speaking of Awesome, mm-hmm. yeah, speaking of Awesome, congratulations on hitting over two, uh, 250,000 subscribers. That's crazy, yeah. Wow. On, on, on the subreddit. On the subreddit, right. yeah. Congratulations, congratulations. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing. That's just, uh, I mean, I don't, should we be congratulating her? It's just tw- 250,000 like, more headaches. Yeah, headaches that she has to deal <laughs> with. Um, all right. We start with initial, um, you know, thoughts on this episode. And Tanya, you're first. What did you think of this episode? There is a lot to unpack in this episode. Like mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. May I start with saying I grew up on country music. <laughs> Not only did I grow up, grew, grow, grew, yeah, grow, grew, <laughs> grow up on country Ouch. music, but I done grew up. I, I grew up. Uh, my parents named me after a country music singer, Tanya Tucker. Uh-huh. That's how, yep. that's how into the country. I found this out later. You did not. <laughs> you did. That would have been a deal breaker. Right? <laughs> oh, it's not going to work out. Tan. I, <laughs> it, it was past the return policy. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't say no after that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd already told me you loved me. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So uh, I grew up uh, square dancing, uh, round dancing, uh, cowboy hats. Um, Hold on. What's round dancing? Round dancing is when you do it in a circle. Oh, hold never, on. I've, I've never heard that term in my life. Is it as a real thing? Yeah. A hoot nanny. A hoot nanny. Her that parents, like, I've seen pictures of her parents at the square dances and, and, and her sitting. See, I've heard yeah. square dance. I've yeah. never yeah. heard round dance. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Line dancing. Yeah. Continue. All, all the, all, all the, all the shapes yeah. of the dances. I was, I was in those triangular, triangular dancing. But go on. <laughs> um, yeah, my, I grew up with like Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton and um, all, all the, all the older, yes, and good country. Okay, older is not good. Older is older. Good oh, is good. It was, it was great. <clears throat> it was great. Anyways. So that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, I did come away from country when there was too many cars 
or dogs chasing after trucks and and it w- it just got strange there for a little bit. Um and then I got back into country and when Al's away, I do bring out some because I don't want him to kill himself like he's just referenced <laughs> that he would if if he listened to it That's or very heard thoughtful it. of you. So I play it I play it on my own when I'm on yeah. So I, I there there are a few uh, songs that I still listen to. Anyways, um, this episode storyline continues, mm-hmm. right? So usually we get one offs like the little snippets here and there of references that are tied back to an earlier episode, but this one completely and utterly picks up where it left off. Mm-hmm. Derry is um, still uh, with the D Gen, or, or we know, or, yeah, we know now yeah. that he's a degen mm-hmm. um and uh you know wayne and katie squirrely dan has a uh, has his hat the one-liners in this episode were phenomenal like truly truly amazing amazing one-liners i could literally watch this episode on repeat there's so much to to, to that you may miss when you first watch it that you will pick up the second, third, fourth, fifth time. Mm-hmm. Cause there is just so, there's so many great like laugh out loud moments. Um, this, and, and, and I truly do. And as everyone knows, I, I appreciate it when the skids and the Hicks work together. Um, that's what sealed me on fart book. Um, that's how I, I crossed over to the other side, <laughs> to the dark side. Um, the skids whispering, um, they're all their little whispers and they're just bloody hilarious. They are so, so funny. Um, smoke, uh, smoking in the, and smoking darts in the rain and why you wouldn't do that or having sex with darts. Like again, there's just so much going on. Um, Oh my gosh, there is. Oh my God. And, and Dickens saying, I'm pretty sure to wear a hat like that. You must, uh, you have to throw up a barn on a lunch break. <laughs> yeah, like, that was my favorite line. <laughs> loved that line my favorite so much. This of, of Squirrely Dan's hat anyway. Yeah. Um, and, uh, send, uh, what's, what's man stuff and rolled saying, come here and I'll show you. Um, and there was also another one, um, uh, rolled said, uh, something about Dolly Parton. And he said working six to nine, which is her new remix of working nine to five. She says working six to nine. No, he says, uh, he worked six to nine. No, her new revised working nine to five. Is it? She has working six to nine and you wouldn't know that because you don't listen to country. But yeah, her new re- revision on that is six to nine. So that's that's in there. Um, Derry being a degen, when he gets called out on him wearing his boots and wearing his overalls and being picked up by a hot girl and to go to a party and he doesn't change and the way he smells and that moment was just so huge. Yeah. I think that was just such a heavy, heavy moment Derry had a whole bunch of truth dumped on him and uh yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it will be interesting to see where that goes from from here mm-hmm. um and how that progresses but uh yeah those are my first thoughts matt um yeah i wouldn't say there's a i mean i know tanny said there's a lot to unpack um there's enough to unpack mm-hmm. is what i would say i like this one i think it's solid um from a storyline perspective let me back up. What I like here is this one felt like sort of an old fashioned 
Letterkenny episode with sort of a basic, simple concept of, hey, let's dive into country music and have some fun. Mm -hmm. But what they did well is they, at the same time, very effectively carried the story forward on the side. So mm -hmm. they, they've, I don't think they've ever done a really good job of doing both of those things simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, and this one I thought was really fun because the country banter was, was a blast, whether you like it or hate it. Personally, I actually like country. I'm not a massive country fan by any means. I am very eclectic when it comes to music. I'll listen to everything. I go in and out of phases. It's not something that's a regular rotation, but I don't mind it. I will say that for the record. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought this was. A I don't fun see approach. any cowboy hats hanging on your wall. No, behind. no. I used to have three actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, you had three cowboy yeah. hats. Okay. How yeah, many I, cowboy I, I, boots? <laughs> How many pairs no of boots. cowboys? No, no boots. boots. Just eh? hats. No boots. Mm -hmm. Just hats. Yeah, the boot scooting boogie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a boot guy. I'm not. I'm not, I don't do shoes. I could care less about my feet. Fuck them. Um, but <laughs> such a so, bizarre thing. Okay. Um. Dickens was great in this one. Mm -hmm. um, so he came out his disappointment on his uh, when they said they don't like country music and his entourers his how he just paraded them with mm -hmm. stereotypes absolutely slayed me. I thought that was such a good space and he was so just blown away. And then the recovery when they're like, well, maybe a bit, and then mm -hmm. you see him like, okay, I got, I got, it's all I need. That's I'll take it. Um, I thought that was really good. The banter all in it, and Tan, you said it. Uh, some of the lines I think was brilliant. This was a really well written episode. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Um, the banter leading up to the name Sundarts I thought was really strong. Um, them sort of bouncing ideas around. It was like a big brainstorm session. Then they just is that aha moment of Sundarts. Um, absolutely killed me. And then the same one the with the DGens with the you us bit um, really made me laugh. It was so dumb. But when they're like, you, us, us, yeah, you're us. You're yeah, like, there's a bit of a Navid and Costello kind of routine there. Yeah, for they did. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was perfect for them because mm -hmm. they're the DGens. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so appropriate, and I thought that was really smart. Um, and then the music video just, I couldn't help but smile the whole way. It was a, it was a, how did Jerry describe, like the, uh, they took a swing, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this one was fun. I it was, was, I didn't expect to get an actual video. I thought maybe a little bit, and then they played it out. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch it all come into play and really, and really well done, to be honest. Um, 100%. Thing, yeah. Yeah. I, it was a very well done scene. And I like that it kind of ended on that note where you saw the, the tail end of Derry's story mm -hmm. was fantastic. The only thing I'll call out to, um, the movie references. I was really loving these. And that's why I, normally I watch the, the show realistically two or three times before we do these. I only got what through it once this time at a crazy week. Um, but I caught three movie references. We've already talked about two of them. So there was mm -hmm. a Snatch one in the cold open, the Topper Harley reference from Hot Shots. Mm -hmm. The more subtle one at the end, well, maybe it wasn't even that subtle, was Riley and Jonesy. Um, it was a Top Gun reference, 100%. In the music video, they're standing shirtless in jeans with the dog tags on them, oh. doing high fives. and stuff. So it was an absolute mm -hmm. shout out to Top Gun playing with the boys mm -hmm. um, while they're playing volleyball and I love that. So I feel like I need to watch. Maybe there's more in there that I just have missed um, but for whatever reason this one they decided to throw in some random movie references and I'm for it. Awesome. Uh, Victor, go ahead. Yeah, I tend to agree with Matt. I, I think <laughs> that um, there wasn't I don't think this was a loaded episode like certainly not like we've seen in Shorzy. Um, uh, like this, this does this this almost felt like almost an incomplete episode, if you will, just because the the last part was basically the moving video. over to the music video, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
And and I think the other thing that was a little reversed from the kind of uh, old letter, Kenny, is typically what we'd get is like two two or three storylines, a major storyline and kind of two filler storylines. Here we got two storylines, but the 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 filler storyline was the major one, and 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 you know the meaningful storyline was kind of hidden in the background a little bit with Derry, right? Um, and the, you know the continuation and kind of the gimmicky kind of silly storyline was was the one that we were in the whole the whole time throughout um so you know it it was good i i there's again all the references i loved the one liners the with the you know the, mm-hmm. the kind of jabbering at each other with the you know with the hat uh, it, it, I, that was fantastic that's the kind of stuff i love cuz mm-hmm. it's the kind of stuff that i do with my my friends and mm-hmm. whatnot so you know that tender uh, brutality uh, and and um it, I really loved it. A country. I, I love the fact that it was a music theme and it was it, it, the fact that it's country music is it's funny. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a country music fan. Like I, I don't have country music on my playlist, but what I do have are these instrumentals and, and, you know, for anybody out there who just wants to like Al, who wants to just shove country music all into one category, go listen to, let's say the clap by, by yes. Yes is a band from the 70s I, I, I and know who yes and, is, yes. and and Steve Howe was uh, on uh, one of the greatest one, one of my guitar heroes when I was uh, kind of growing up and he has an instrumental it's called Cla- uh, it's called it's called clap not the clap I know people are getting cringy <laughs> but it's called clap and it's absolutely fantastic and it's there's no singing it's just an instrumental and good, listen to it and it falls under the country category and I challenge you to come back and tell me that you didn't like it Right. So it's, that's my challenge out there to, to everybody that says they don't like country. And, and as a guitarist, as a guitar player, I think it's important to have a foundation of every style in your kind of in your repertoire, even country. And it, I don't, you know, you go talk to any metal head, any metal guitarist, and they will tell you about, they, they will be able to play country for you. Cause it's, it's one of the foundations that you need. There's no such thing as a country scale. You know, they have like the blue scale and, and, and the country scale is interesting because it's really combining the major scale and the minor scale together. And it's really using your creativity and understanding what sounds good and making it, uh, you know, taking something that is very, I don't know, um, uh, clinical and making it into something very interesting. So, I, you know, it's, I love country instrumental music. I think it's fantastic. Stuff like, you know, uh, the stuff that Tanya grew up on, I can kind of leave it. But um, there you go. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Throwback Letter Kenny in the sense that they've decided, it's a, it's a concept episode. They decided to take a topic and tackle it. Uh, they've done, you know, reality shows. They've done uh, uh, social media. And this one here, they wanted to s- prove that country music is formulaic garbage and we anyone can write a country song and make it sound like the stuff you listen to on the radio and i gotta say the final result here sun darts i i i can see myself going over to my brother and sister-in-law's house and hearing this song because they they nailed it 
they nailed it. And uh, yeah, granted, I'm not a big country music fan, but what I heard in this episode sounds the same as every everything else I've heard. But Al, you can say that about a pop song as well. Sure. It's yeah. a, you can say exactly the same thing about a pop song. What would be really funny to find out if there was some truth behind it, that they mm. actually used AI to write it. So they took know. their sort yeah. of brainstorm board, the title, the genre, threw it into like... Well, Jackie I mean, the, 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 the fact that they had... Lyrics. Yeah, the fact that they had, you know, uh, legendary Jim Cuddy helping them out on this makes sense right um so i get it uh but at the same time this this was a song that was written just for this episode it's you know it's kind of a joke song but if you listen to it it's no better or worse than any other country song that's out there right now tobias Uh, sundarts is a generational song yeah like i've already heard people I, i went online i checked out on like youtube and all the comments saying this needs to be on spotify i want to listen to this song over and over i just again. want to remind you guys like the bare naked ladies they started out making joke songs and you know if oh, i had a yeah. million dollars was a joke song I, I and agree. it became an actual yeah, so song, i'm just so. saying they yeah. absolutely crushed their thesis for this episode yeah they did it they did it really really well i applaud them uh, the storyline for dairy I, i'm i'm really loving that but I'm also love, and, and again, I, I'm not a big country music fan, but I loved what they did with and, this. And, and one more connection, you mm-hmm. know, in the 80s and into the 90s, a, a little bit until grunge uh, kind of uh, took over, every metal band, rock band, metal band, always, always had to have at least one ballad mm-hmm. on, on their album just because it, it had to happen. Mm-hmm. And the heavier bands, the ones like Anthrax, you know, they started releasing ballad songs just for the same reason to show how derivative and stupid it is. Mm-hmm. And they started doing it. And exactly. And it was probably the, like their most popular songs. <laughs> and they, they were, they were popular <laughs> yeah. because it was new and different. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you gotta you pay go. the bills. Yeah. You need and, those. Anyway, <laughs> it, it's, a, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm loving the dairy uh, storyline. I'm loving. And, and again, that scene where Mickey and Harley are saying to dairy, uh, why aren't you a G- D-Gen? Look at you. You're you're dressed like one. You smell like one. Everything about you is D. Derry is a D-Gen. The only reason he, he's with the Hicks is because of his history with with Wayne and Katie. Otherwise, everything about him is kind of D-Gen like. But so. he doesn't do D-Gen things. Well, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Showing up on a date with poo on your on your yeah. shoes is that not a D-Gen thing? Kind of kind of D-Gen. Um. So uh. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, and again, the skids were a lot of fun in this one. Like, uh, like the pantomiming throughout this whole thing was was a lot of fun. Zach, uh, yeah, huge, uh, huge fan of this episode. Especially speaking to all the uh, one-liners and quips, mm-hmm. especially about uh, when um, Squirrely Dan's hat changes after the cold open and it just goes on from there everyone just yeah. gives some shit over <laughs> and over and over again uh, i i can't get over that um i gotta say my favorite line was uh stew rats mm-hmm. with the uh uh it, i'm pretty sure to be able to wear that hat you have to be able to pickle peas with ease <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good one too yeah they were all good yeah, yeah. but he <laughs> When he like giggles at the end mm-hmm. when he says "e," mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just gets nothing like just nothing but not uh, you know shaking head from Squirrely Dan. He, every yeah. time someone calls him out, he just yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's like, damn it, like again. <laughs> yeah, he had no response for any of it, but he should have should have seen it coming. <laughs> uh, and as for the whole uh, country aspect of this thing, I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the most hilarious was the algorithm that when they flipped over the whiteboard, mm-hmm. it is. Perfect. Yeah. That is exactly. I, I read everything on there. I'm like, this is the most accurate thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took a picture <laughs> of it and sat down and read it on pause just so I could make sure I caught everything. Yeah. That's what I did too. I took a picture of it and I was like, hold up. I got to see this. And everything is, it's so on point. It's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Um, yeah. It, it, it yeah. It's get, given it's a music episode, I, just like you, Al, I fucking hate country music. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so Open like, Open your heart. In your heart. <laughs> so you appreciated what they were doing here. More or less. Yeah. Perfect. All right. But it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just the whole, mm-hmm. the whole, uh, like, Hey, uh, I think it was like, you know, pretty much the first 60, percent of the episode was them just discussing it and then the mm-hmm. last was the whole music video yeah and that video but, was uh, so good <laughs> it was so good so well it, done yeah the song the, mm-hmm. the song also sounded like professionally done as well oh, yeah. like uh to what you guys were saying i was wondering the same thing i'm like did someone actually do like mm-hmm. yeah was anyone is- else was anyone else thinking like when you saw the original so trailer for season 12 and you saw Katie walking through the woods in her outfit. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, okay, wow, for one, but yeah. two, how does that fit into this season? Like it looked so mm-hmm. sort of fake. Yeah. Now it all makes sense because mm-hmm. it's a music video, but I'm yeah. like, I couldn't in my wildest dreams fathom how that moment was going to incorporate into the season. I saw, I saw the three of them at once. I didn't see just, uh, uh, Michelle, my I got to see, uh, you know, K- mm. Katie, Gail, and Bonnie all at right. the same time. So I was like, okay, mm. let's. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna I got to say that yeah. uh, leather bikini that Michelle was wearing, uh, it, you should put it in the Smithsonian right beside Leia's uh, gold bikini. I think it's uh, just as iconic now <laughs> with the chaps, though. It's got to be with the chaps. <laughs> Al, you are 100%. Oh, yes, man. That is- Correct. <laughs> All right, let's move on to ratings. Tanya, what do you give this episode? Um, I, I do need to add mm-hmm. that we didn't talk about Wayne with his boots off at the produce stand. I caught that. Oh, I didn't even notice Bare, that. Barefooted Wayne, yeah. Barefooted Wayne. I don't that think we've odd. ever seen his feet. Mm, I feel I, like there have been other times where he's had, he's had his boots well, off. Wait I about don't 20 seconds recall. and we'll see if Awesome tells us we're right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Recall. The boots were at the shop. Ever the shop. his feet or his boots ever being off beside his uh and and him having his boots off. Um I really appreciate that this uh the pace was slower. I, I was able to catch all of those quick witted lines. Um I I really, as I said, oh oh one of the other things was uh fishing in the dark. I, I think it was rolled that said it, and mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite songs. Um, of course it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Fish, fish I, in I the thought, dark. 
I, I, I will play that. that. Your, I thought that was your bedroom routine. I will play that no. song very, very loud no. and just go, just go crazy. Um, yeah, no, no one ever would have thought that. And and I <laughs> and I love when um, who was it now? Oh my gosh, um, it was uh, Squirrely Dan when he was talking about um, uh, uh, Le- Lavinia Lavinas's Dickens's Lavina Lavina Dicks making his hat but it made it sound like her dick made his hat <laughs> the way he said with too many s's on gotcha. it anyways it, everything was just bloody funny it's of course a fresh mm-hmm. all right fresh uh by the way tobias says yes we have seen his feet really? and awesome says yeah wayne rod dogs rod dogs the ground pretty consistently first time was in season one in fart book oh yeah yeah i just i i caught that too and wondered the same thing mm-hmm. uh so I'm with you, Tim. I didn't. I I don't recall ever seeing it before. Not sure where I'm. I'm not sure we've our resume is strong enough. That's because you're not distracted anymore. by feet. <laughs> no, apparently not. Uh, Matt, it's to you. Uh, yeah, this this was a fun one. Uh, like I said, and, and you called it. Uh, this is a concept episode. Um, but what they did effectively was carry a storyline mm-hmm. along with the concept, which they don't normally do. Normally, they stick to the concept, and that's basically all we get, yeah. with maybe some filler in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was really effective. There was some some of my favorite banter I've seen in a while. Um, and big kudos to the music video because that was so much fun. So uh, to me, this was, yeah, this was definitely a fresh. Okay. Victor. Yeah. So I think, you know, with the dairy storyline kind of buried a little bit. And then in the end, it's kind of even buried inside the music video. I, I almost had to kind of think, wait a second, what happened? Did they make up and they brought Derry and his friends back and they're all in the music video or it's just the, they're kind of, they're taking their creative liberties by mm-hmm. we're in the music video, but then we're also getting cutaways of what's happening in, at the party because yeah. they're dancing, because they're dancing, but they're yeah. dancing to the song that we're listening to. Sure. So, that- so I, I will kind of support you in that one. I was confused for a second. I didn't yeah. see the clean cut between the music video. No, and they're in it. Barry they're and they're so, immersed in the video. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, wait, they're in the, so I do give you that one. I, yeah. So I feel like they're dancing. Like what yeah. I'm very curious. Like, I almost want to know like what happened from him standing there in an awkward way, realizing that he's a DJ to them kind of all, you know, doing the hoedown together, mm-hmm. but somehow magically in sync dancing to the same video that we're watching. So magic I, of television. It, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, uh, are they going to continue with that? Like, it's. I'm very curious about what happens in the next episode now. Mm-hmm. I have not watched ahead. I am going to be watching uh, just in time before our our shows. But mm-hmm. um, so I'm very intrigued. And I, I think that's that's a good thing about an episode when it kind of leaves you wondering what's going to happen next. Okay. Um, I think without the music video, this would have been teetering between fresh and and um clearance for me as an episode Mm -hmm. but i mean they went ahead and wrote a whole song Mm -hmm. and recorded a video with some of the most exciting uh eye candy that you'll uh uh, Mm -hmm. have a chance to see in 2024 so i think you know it's it's you know uh and it's only uh, january (laughs) exactly so i think you're uh you know um uh you have to give it a fresh okay zach you had something you wanted to say about uh the transition in the video from the video to the DGen party or. Uh, I don't know. And, uh, I don't, 
they I, I do I do know that uh, they went into I think it was maybe what two scenes there at the end mm-hmm. of the episode where they they went through the entire song, but it was just the like the last two scenes where it was Derry and uh, Harley I, dancing. Yeah, I believe they cut right after uh, Katie walks away uh, into the woods. They cut from that to the D-Gen party and they finished the episode on the D-Gen party. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but they did yeah. go back and forth a little bit. Did they? I think they went oh, to the okay. D-Gen party, then we saw the video and then the D-Gen party. And that's why it made it, it was interlaced. Right, okay. And that's what made it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, cut-ins and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I, I still thought it was <laughs> strange as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know. All right, it, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so it's my turn for my rating and I give this one Wondrous. Oh Afresh. This is so obviously a fresh. Oh, and we have Victor's unicorn background and his unicorn stuffy. Um thanks for acting uh what my uh rating was. Um yeah, I mean they presented their thesis at the beginning of this and they knocked it out of the park uh, by creating a song, an actual song, like from beginning to end with the video. Just, just, just like Zach, we'll get to you for your yeah. rating. It, it, it's, I think Al uh, is going to get to you once. Yeah. Done. We usually do the four and, and that decides the unicorn. And then we do our guest. Um, okay. So yeah, it's a fresh, I loved uh, every bit of this episode, even though the, the subject matter is something I'm not a fan of. I like the way they tackled it. And I th- think they did a great job. So uh, definitely a fresh. So Zach, uh, unicorns in the books, the pressure's off you. You can give this one a compost. Cause I know you want to, what, what do you give this one? <laughs> as far as music, maybe, mm. but, uh, content, <laughs> content wise, uh, no, it's, uh, definitely a fresh for me. I love every part of this. I, I was just laughing from pretty much beginning to end, mm-hmm. especially with, uh, McMurray, getting fucking riddled in the beginning and yeah. then it went straight into squirrely dan with the hat mm-hmm. like it it was just non-stop quips and jokes loved it all right next up we have mvps this one should be interesting tanya who would you give the mvp this is this hard to? this okay. is really Easy. hard i i really feel like this there were so many superstars there were so many great one-liners there were so many mm-hmm. people that did an amazing job um Dickens, like he really brought it this episode. Like yeah. he in the music video, if you watch it, like he's he's like doing some heavy like hip thrusts and and just just a lot of like yeah, it's really funny. Watch him in the video; he's he's really good in it. Yeah, again, like so so many great the skids. They nailed it. They they brought it with their AI and their their whispers. I I, it's so funny to me that I still love them uh, as much <laughs> as I do um, with not liking them as much as I did. Um, Katie's outfit. Holy Hannah. She That's was MVP just, worthy. She really, truly <laughs> the wow girl, like, wow, like Bravo. That it was a, it was a great, Oh, good Lord. She could, she could turn me. I think she could turn me. So um, I think I'm going to go with um, um, Katie is my runner up, but, mm. and Dickens gets the, Ooh. gets the Number MVP. One. Dickens. Yeah. yeah. Matt. 
Yeah, I, I agree. This one's a tough one. Everybody brought it. Uh, there's so many great performances. Um, I'll go with my honorable mentions and then my MVP. Some honorable mentions to me were McMurray. Um, I loved his parts. He had some really good lines uh, that just made me laugh out loud. And and I agree with Tanya Dickens as well. Another honorable mention. He really brought it. But the real star of this episode was Sundarts. The music oh, video. Music really? Okay. Okay. Why? Oh no! Why right, not? Right, no. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's just a, it's a Victor pick, but okay. Sundarts. No, I think that one's Victor would pick the squirrel or the squirrel or chipmunk that ran. Behind oh, the, the chipmunk! It distracted me too. You saw that too, right? <laughs> oh my god! I was like. <laughs> Chipmunk, and it caught I my eye about both times. That my MVP. Okay, well, well let's not let's not uh, take Victor's. Uh, well, we may, have, uh, MVP, we may yeah. have won the game. Five. Maybe this could be the first. Oh, time. virtual high five! No, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Victor, what was yeah, your MVP? You know, much like in the real world, and again, this rate, this 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 MVP goes to somebody within the universe, not not outside of the universe, right? So, mm-hmm. and much like what happens in the real world. Uh, the people that never get any, uh, you know, recognition are the true uh, creative team behind the magic. And okay. in this case, the creative team is AI, and that's <laughs> I knew who you needs were to say get. Because, because, <laughs> because, did you see? Did you see a single musician anywhere, anywhere on the grounds, <laughs> mm-hmm. anywhere in the music video? No, which means that in this universe, this was one hundred percent created by AI. I, I really do hope that. AI wasn't like a chat GPT or something was involved in the writing. Sure Even if they wasn't. tweaked it afterwards, but if they well, threw the concept in and see what came back. They, I'm they, sure it wasn't just for copyright purposes. When but, you think but, of the timing though, like, yeah. so this episode, this was shot last September, not this past September, but the September before. So that would have been what? 2022. Uh, so yeah, it was written were- before that. Was AI there yet? To do AI that? has been around for twenty years. Well, I know it's but been there, but ChatGPT is, is is generally is only about a year old. So yeah, um, but but I you know I even if it was uh, already mainstream a year ago, I don't mm-hmm. think they would have used it for writing the writing this stuff. But in the universe, it was absolutely AI that did it, and therefore it gets my game stick. And or, we do have a winner. Tobias guessed right. that. Accurately, Tobias, I think, is the first the one, the first one to ever guess a Victor MVP. Congrats, Tobias! <laughs> you get my game stick, Tobias. Uh, let's see now. Um, oh, it's my turn for an MVP. Uh, okay. I love again. I love that scene between Mickey and Har, uh, um, um, Harley. Harley, when they were heaping all that truth on Daria. To, unfortunately, it's a really short scene, but I really enjoyed that scene. I kind of I love the skids in this one. I thought the skids were a lot of fun in this one throughout yeah. the whole the whole time. Watch them again. Like every time they're they're throwing out ideas, they're also pantomiming them, and some of them are just so funny. So <laughs> the, the word one? of today's episode. Oh, yeah, the spitting, the spit, the spit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, they're amazing. The hawking a loogie or whatever they call it, spit and and like <laughs> it, was, it, was it didn't the, go. The most. Uh, oh, it was so funny. So I think I'm giving it to the skids. I'm giving it to the skids in this one. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. The the Hawka Big Loogie, and they're both like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying. <laughs> Nothing comes out. Flaccid <laughs> Loogie. Um, no, it's yeah, it's definitely a fresh, one hundred percent. But your MVP, your MVP, your, your MVP. <laughs> oh, MVP. Yeah. We did MVP. that already, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tanya, on this one. Got my notes right here. My MVP is uh, Dickens for sure. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well deserved. Oh, that was yours too, right? Thing? It well, was. Yeah. yeah. I wrote I wrote down Dick Skin, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he was and I loved that he was given something more than auctioneering to do in this one. I think mm-hmm. this is this is also uh you know a a nice gesture, I think, by by uh did, Kiso. Did you see him pull up in the pickup? Mm-hmm. Like he can barely like his whole head yeah. is like like all you see is like nose down. <laughs> By the way, it's like they had him on like a booster. He's fucking tall. I've met the guy. He's tall. Awesome says flaccid loogies is the title of your sex tape, Victor. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. No, awesome heard me say that. I guess. Um, She's listening. I'm I'm happy. Did you guys catch the the, the name of uh, Dickens CD is Tall Tales? I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, I and I, I wrote down Tall one. Tales right there. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to, quickly to some. Uh, Matt, did you have something you wanted to share with us? Yeah. So last week, Tanya, you did your thing and did it was amazing. Um, and of course, Tate and Webb, Trace and Liz wrote that fantastic opening. And of course, people spoke. Uh, so I wanted to share some feedback that. Um, and I, if I missed anyone's comments, I apologize. There was a lot coming in from all over, but um, it, it was big. So I wanted to share some of the comments that came in around your opening um, because I think it's great to celebrate such a fantastic moment in our podcast. So mm-hmm. um, here's a few of them that that I caught. So first off, we have this is such an iconic moment for the Produce Stand podcast. Props to Trace and Liz for penning this gen, gem and Tanya for bringing the heat. And that was from Cassie. We got a hell yeah, fuck yeah, simply badass from our boy Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanya, your delivery of these those amazing words was incredible. I had to keep reminding myself that it was you and not Michelle. Well, well, well done. And that was from Adrian. Um, a couple new ones I found. Um, if you guys voted for MVP of the podcast episode, Tanya would have definitely earned a unicorn. Best <laughs> opening ever. And that was from at SkullPuppy11. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Skull Puppy. Uh, yeah, thank you, Skull Puppy, for that one. It was a great comment. Uh, this one, I, I just this one made me laugh. Fridays are for breakfast with Tanya Spit and Fire. And that's from oh, our buddy Mike Benelli. Love that. Um, another new name that, that I'm not familiar with, but I really like this one. Um, I just want to say what an incredible job the writers of the opening and Tanya did. That took a lot of courage and talent to pull off. Had it been mishandled or lacking in any way, it would have been peak cringe. Mm-hmm. And instead, it was terrific. Great job. And that was from Pixie. at Adult Pixie. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for your comment on that one. Yeah, I remember seeing that that comment too and thinking, yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, this one was a, a, a quote from Aaron. Um, Tanya's hard work, dedication, and commitment to this opening emanates with every syllable. The energy, pacing, and tone she puts to the spectacular words of Liz and Trace deserves everything. Blown away is an understatement. Bravo. Um, we also have, and thank you, Aaron, for that one. Uh, that intro is straight fire. Inc- <laughs> incredibly written and so well performed from our boy, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last three I have here were um, ones that, that, that made me smile a little bit even bigger. So this one says, the feature I didn't know I needed. Laugh out loud. And that was from Joe Dolo. Going gold. Um, another one from from the crew. Um, who knew the hottest track of 2024 would come as early as January? And that was from Drew McLeod. 
editor for the show. Who I uh, just uh, I think he just been nominated for a few Canadian Screen Awards. So, so <laughs> yeah, he got one Drew. for I think uh, <laughs> episode six of season two, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I think there was a letter Kenny one there too. I didn't catch which episode it was, but well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, so congrats, Drew, on that one. And then the last one was simply an applause from mm-hmm. the from the one herself, Michelle Milet. So yes. she did go and check this out. So Tanya, fantastic job. Peyton Webb, fantastic job. Love it. Well done. It was so nice. That is amazing. Oh my God. My 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 cheeks hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> Uh, Liz, Trace, kudos go to you. Bravo. You did an amazing job. Um, I'm just so thrilled that uh, to hear those messages that is just so heartwarming and appreciated truly. Um, thank you so much to everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that uh, it, 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 uh, it came out and it sounded good. And it wasn't cringy. And it wasn't cringy. It, wasn't cringy. <laughs> it, was, it was not Pete cringe. No. All right. We're back. We're down to uh, final th- comments. And actually, you're top of the list. Today. All right. Mm-hmm. Zach, thank you so much for coming out tonight. It was so great to go through a whole episode with you and uh, get your insight and feedback. And uh, it was wonderful. Um, this was a great episode. I, I truly, uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like it was just fun. And it was, uh, like, I'm not, I'm a little sad with what Derry's doing right now, but you know, other than that, the whole country theme and, uh, kicking back and having some silliness. Um, it's, uh, it, it was a great episode. So thank you for this. This was fun. Matt. Yeah, another fun one. Uh, Zach, great to see her, bud. I'm glad you're able to join one. I know you'd reached out to me. Uh, a while back wondering about how this all worked and I gave you the idea that you could actually be on the show and I think you were a little like really and <laughs> here you are so I'm, I'm glad that you 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 followed the, the followed the flow and we got you here you you didn't disappoint and so happy to have you my friend um the series season episodes one and two I, I'm really enjoying it so far mm-hmm. so we'll see what the rest of the season has to bring um so far I've been kind of like Victor where I haven't been <coughs> watching ahead whether it stays that way uh, bless you by the way Okay. Um, whether it stays that way, we'll see, but, um, really enjoying it and, and also getting sad that we're almost at the end, but mm. we'll, we're going to enjoy every minute guys. Victor. Uh, Zach, uh, I really love the fact that you came on, on the country episode. I thought that worked out beautifully. Um, and, uh, if <laughs> we ever get a it. chance, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. If we ever get a chance to jam together, I promise, uh, we, we, uh, don't have to do country. We'll do dream theater or something like that. Uh, but um, uh, really fun having you on and I really appreciate your honesty and uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, doing more in the future. Yes, Zach, I completely agree with my co-host, my pan- panelists. You did a great job tonight. I'm glad we were able to resolve your technical issues off the top there. Um, but uh Glad you stuck with us and 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 did this, and I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, you said you've had us in your ears for the last I don't know how many months. Uh, I hope this was everything uh, you know you hoped it would be, and um, we loved having you here. And it was a great episode to do with you. It's it's been more than I'd ever hoped for. This is great. Like it's and it's been uh, at least like 24 months, I believe that I've been listening to y'all. Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. That's overwhelming. Yeah. 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 Um, Crazy. I have, I actually, um, it was only maybe up until 
November or something until last year, until I actually saw your guys' faces. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I have to find out if I can get farther in, mm-hmm. like talk to these guys. Like I, I need to talk to them. That's right. I remember you reached out on YouTube and I'm like, yes, join us on, on, on the discord. So uh, we we're, we're glad you did. Yeah. Thank, thank you all for such, such nice comments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, I, I was a little nervous at first, but mm-hmm. y'all, y'all made this such a, a great experience, a smooth, a smooth transition. Yeah. So, we're all, we're all just a bunch of degens, so you know, <laughs> nothing to be nervous about here. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you all mm-hmm. for uh, sure. Awesome. I'm going to play us off here with, I mean, the only song we we can play here and it's called fishing in the dark (laughs) well played sun darts by uh one mr jim dickens from his album tall tales here it is matt pick up your guitar it's g d c And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we will recap and review episode three of season 12. I'm a D-Gen with our new buddy from down under, Jeremy. If you'd like to support this podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at ProtoSamPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go smoke some snow darts since it's snowing outside. On behalf of Zach, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Talk about teenage love and